0: Have you ever had this thought, I can never seem to get ahead? Or maybe this one, I have no idea what I'm doing. We've been there, and you probably have too. Unfortunately, confusion and frustration are normal for men today. Comparison, escapism, and all kinds of regrets usually have one of these involved. The good news is this, no matter which one you're dealing with, the answer is the same. Focus on the fundamentals. Most of the outer issues we face can be improved or even solved by dealing with a few inner markers we call the fundamentals. We believe you can begin to take your life to the next level by becoming strong in the fundamentals of your life. So we wrote a free PDF called The 4D Model, Mastering the Fundamentals of Real Success. This PDF will show you what the four fundamentals are and how these key areas are foundational to the success of every man. You'll learn how to start a journey within that transforms the way you live your life and navigate your circumstances. Now, why did we make this PDF? So you can have a tool to learn how to focus on the four fundamentals, because when you do, long-lasting success can happen in your life. Get your free copy of the 4D Model of Success at thrivingman.com. As a kid growing up, one of my favorite things to do was read Dr. Seuss books. I love Dr. Seuss books. They were just a big part of my childhood, and they're probably a big part of every child's childhood. Um, But the cool part was when I had kids they got to discover Dr. Seuss and I got to discover reading it to them again. And it was different when you do it as a parent because you kind of catch a little bit more of it, what he's teaching and all that. And so it's really cool. But I love telling the stories to my kids. I tried to do voices. I tried to make it fun. And one book I remember, one Dr. Seuss story is Horton Hears a Who. And the whole story is about how Horton is uh, an elephant, if I remember correctly, and he can hear a who, the who's. And they're, they're really the who's from Whoville, which kind of moves into the whole Grinch who stole Christmas thing. But the Horton, Horton's the one who hears them. Why? Because he's listening and he picks up on them. Now he does have huge ears and all that. And I guess some um, men, maybe we do too. But anyway, um, today we're talking about the power of listening. And as dads, it's something we have to do. In fact, it's something that if we do well, it really will help our kids. So let's find out why dads have two ears today on the show. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man podcast. I'm glad you're here for our weekly coaching sessions. These sessions are designed to help you reach your full potential as a man. Well, this week we're talking about why dads have two ears. We've been talking lately about the the power of fatherhood and why dads are so important and how we need dads today. And when it comes to men and dads in general, sometimes we get accused of having hearing issues. You know, our wives will say something to us and we'll go, huh, what? And they say, he never listens. And I don't know if it's true that we never listen. Sometimes we hear them, but we don't necessarily understand them. And I think part of that's just because of the male mind. We tend to get fixated on something. And that's why I used to tell my wife, I said, you know, get my attention before you speak. Because if you just start speaking, I may be doing something where I'm not really listening. And and sometimes we kind of tend to ignore things that we hear. Or maybe we didn't want to hear and stuff like that. But sometimes we hear and we just can't understand. That happened to me a while back. I could hear people, but I was having a hard time comprehending what they were saying. If I couldn't see their mouth, if there was a lot of background noise and stuff like that, I would get maybe half of what they said, if that much, and, and it just got to be hard. And if the person was a soft talker, I was done. I didn't know what they were saying. You know, and sometimes I would have youth who would come speak to me because I worked with students and there'd be a lot of background noise and they'd be telling me something that's very serious. And I'd be like, gosh, I have no idea what this person's saying to me. And, and that wasn't good. So I eventually went and got a test. Um, I got my ears checked and, and I have hearing issues. I don't know if it was too much rock and roll when I was young or what. But I had to get some hearing aids to help me when I'm in those hard-to-hear situations. It's just the reality of it. And, And I think a lot of us as men, we think that, well, if I hear something, that means I understand it. No, it doesn't. We have to really listen. And there's a difference between hearing something and listening. Recently, I was reading about how dialogue is getting harder for people to understand, mainly from their TVs, when they're at their theater, they don't have problems. But they said from their TVs, even with their surround sound systems, the dialogue can sound mushy, it can get where it sounds mumbly. And some of the reading says that that's because of the soundtracks getting turned up, special effects are kind of taking over. But there's also some things people can do with their sound to make sure the the dialogue comes through. I know for us, we've just used closed captions a lot of times, especially if there's accents. Uh, Sometimes it's hard to catch everything they're saying. But listening, when you're listening to someone, it is important. And what you want to do as a dad is become a better listener. You see, as men and as dads, our listening is one of the biggest parts of what really helps us connect with our kids You know, the old saying is two ears and one mouth. And there's a reason for that. And it's true. You know, you want to listen twice as much as you speak. And when you're dealing with your children, it's so important that they grab a hold of the fact that you're really listening to them. Because a lot of times children, they're heard, but they're not really listened to. And what we want to do as dads is be better listeners. So we're going to learn how to do that today. We're going to learn about why listening is so important. And we're going to talk about the hard part of listening, and we're going to talk about the full contact nature of listening. All right, the first thing we want to talk about today is why listening is so important. Now, as a dad, listening is one of the greatest things you can do to connect with your kids. Now, understand, that doesn't mean that you're going to agree with them about everything or that you're going to give in to them about everything. And that's where I think some men have gotten confused about it. They think, well, if I just sit and listen to my kid, they're going to think I agree with everything they say or that I'm just giving in to them. No, no, no. You're just listening. You know, even if they're saying something goofy, you can listen to them and then you can talk with them about it. You see, listening is imperative as a parent. As a dad, especially, you want your kids to know that you're listening to them, that you understand them, you're comprehending what they say. And here's the deal. Listening encourages conversation. You want them to feel safe to ask you about anything. You want them to come talk to you and not go to someone else. You see, the thing is, a lot of dads, they kind of mess this up. Their kids will come talk to them, maybe ask them a question or bring something up that maybe is a little uncomfortable for them as a dad. So instead of really sitting down and figuring it out and talking about it, they just kind of blow up on their kid. And really, it's not so much that they're angry at their kid. They're just not sure what to say. So they just kind of shut the conversation down. Well, the problem with that is your child will learn, don't go to dad about stuff and they won't, they'll stop because you've given them the message. If there's something uncomfortable, I'm not gonna talk to you about it. And that's not what you want. You want your kids coming to you. You want them to think, oh, I can go to my dad about anything. And what you wanna do is teach them from a very young age that you can always come to dad. You can come to me with anything. We had that with our kids where we told them, if you have questions, if you hear of something at school, you don't know anything about, We will always answer your questions. Now, we give them age appropriate answers. We don't give them more than they need, but we wanted our kids to know they could come talk to us. Now, understand that listening doesn't mean that you're going to just sit there and listen to every little thing they say all the time. Because what you do is you teach them the right and wrong way to have a conversation. You teach them that. Asking questions is not just a way to get out of chores. You know, oh, dad, I want to talk about something right now. It's like, no, you're going to clean your room right now. Then we'll talk later. You see, but as a child, you can teach them how to have proper conversations. But what you want to do as a dad, you want them coming to you. Now, the other side of listening and why it's so important is that listening helps you earn the right to be heard. When you listen to your children... It earns the right for them to listen to you. Now you say, well, I'm their dad. They should listen to me. Well, they will for a while as children, but you want to think ahead. You want to think 10, 15, 20 years down the line. Are they going to listen to you then? As a five-year-old, they'll listen to you. But as a 20-year-old, well, you earn the right to be heard by listening to them. And when you start young, when they get older, when they become teenagers, when they move into young adulthood and everything, it's a habit. It's a habit of them listening to you because you listen to them. And if your kids are teens, it's not too late for you. You can start now listening. And you say, well, I don't have any kids yet. Well, it's time for you to start learning how to listen. In fact, you'll be a much better husband if you learn how to listen to your wife. And when I say, listen, I mean, understand. Now, there's going to be disagreements about things, depending on what you're talking about with your kids. You know, they may come to you and say, hey, I don't, I don't think this is fair. You know, and you say, okay, let's talk about it. Now, there's some things you can talk about, and some things you're not going to talk about. You can just say, hey, that's just the way it is. But that doesn't mean, just because you listen doesn't mean that there's a mutually beneficial agreement. You know, if your child comes to you, especially as a teenager, and they say, hey, I don't like this curfew. I don't don't want to do anything with it. Why do I have to come in at 10 o'clock? And you say, okay, well, let's talk about it. And you explain to them why you're having them come in at 10 o'clock. They say, well, I don't like it. Well, I'm sorry you don't like it, but that's just the way it is. And what it is, is you've taught them how to have a conversation about something. You've kept things cool and calm. It didn't become a yelling match. Now they may throw a fit later, but that's because they're a child. You just don't want to throw a fit as an adult, because you're the adult. And you're teaching them how to have a conversation. You also teach them how to appeal to authority. You teach them that, hey, you know, your screaming is not going to make me change my mind at all. In fact, if you scream, it's going to make it worse. And so what you do is you're helping them learn how to appeal. And that's going to help them in life. Because not every battle with your kids should be a battle. There are some things that you can give in on. Some things you can say. You know, he can say, well, dad, I know curfews at 10, but we're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing that. And it would probably be about 1030. You know, that may be something where you could say, you know, those are good points. I'll let you come in at 1030. To them, they're like, wow, my dad listened to me. He thought about what I said and and he did that. You see, when you do that reasonably, it shows them that you don't just throw down rules to throw down rules. You have a reason behind your rules and you teach them how to appeal to something that maybe they think isn't fair. Now, listening also helps you learn the individuality of your child. Every child is different and you get to learn about them when you listen to them. And as dads, we've got to be students of our children. Because when we are, we pick up on the things that they're saying. We pick up on how they communicate. We learn the important aspects of our children because they're all different. Every child is different. So you want to listen to pick up the individual personality of that child. You want to know what they like, what they're into, how they respond to different things. And that's going to help you be a better dad. See, one of the things about listening is you get clues. You get clues to help them better, be better. You get to be better as a dad and you get to help them be better as they grow up. You see, as dads, we have two ears because listening is so important. All right, the second thing we want to talk about on why dads have two ears is the hard part of listening. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Listening is hard. It just is. Listening is tough or everybody would do it. And as a dad, sometimes it gets hard because, well, when your children are little, they can tend to ramble. You know, and now we got to understand part of the rambling, and here's something to really help you as a dad. Part of the rambling of your child is they want to keep talking because they think if they talk, you're going to stay engaged with them. And if you're engaged with them and they realize it, they may not talk so much. Sometimes children, I've seen it, where they'll just sit there and ramble, 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 and they're watching you. Because what they want to see is that you're actually listening to them. But if you're already paying attention to them, then they don't necessarily have to talk as much. So, so try that with your children if you have some young kids. But the deal is sometimes they're just talking and they may be talking about something that, you know, in your mind, you've got, oh, I've got so much to do. I've got this. I've got that. I've got the other. Well, you've got to remember, I know it's hard and it will be hard, but this is the time you've got with your child. They will grow up and they will move on. And this is your chance to be with them, to connect with them. And here's the deal. As as a lot of children get older, I've heard men say things like, well, you know, when they were little, they were cute, they were fine. But as they get older, you know, they, they become middle schoolers, junior hires, high schoolers, whatever. You know, no matter what they say, it's going to change. You know, in, in one week, it's this. This is so important. And then two weeks later, it's this. So why should I listen when they're just going to change their mind? Well, guys, we've got to remember, we were the same way. We were goofy teenagers. We were a goofy 12-year-old who thought we knew everything. We were a goofy 16-year-old who thought we really knew everything. And then when you graduate high school, you think you're on the top of the world. But then later you realize, I don't know nothing. Okay, you're looking at it backwards. You've got to look at it from their perspective. They don't know any other life. This is all they know. And you remember, I mean, gosh, when you were young, didn't you spout a bunch of useless stuff as a kid and as a teenager? Have you ever thought back to your days and, oh, if only I had done this, if only I had done that? Well, you're an adult now. You think like an adult. You were a child then. But did you ever have anyone really listen to you? You know, when you're a kid and you've got someone who just cares and listens to you, gosh, that just makes you feel good. And I think that's the way we're designed. You know, as children, we're designed to have our parents speak into our life. And when our parents listen to us, we're willing to listen to them. What kind of difference did it make in your life when somebody really paid attention to you and spoke into your life? Now, maybe you didn't get that from your parents. Maybe your parents were busy. Maybe they were just trying to survive. And I get that. But here's the deal. You don't have to be that way. And you can say, well, it didn't bother me. Well, maybe it didn't, but maybe it did. And you just don't know it. Now, understand with your children, listening, again, we say it doesn't mean always agreeing or accepting. It's just listening. So with your children, with your teenagers, give them some grace. Remember what it was like to be young. Remember that you weren't always the brightest when you're young, and they're not either. But you do want to take them seriously. You want to care about what they say. Because that's what they'll remember. They won't necessarily remember every little thing that they said to you. And you won't either. But they'll remember that you took them seriously. In fact, I tell adults all the time, teenagers really aren't that scary. You've just got to get into their world. You got to be willing to talk to them and listen to them. Find the way to get into their world. Because if you will listen to a teenager, you'll win their heart. Now, listening is hard. And it takes concentration. And you've got to make it happen. You've got to take it seriously. And you got to do things to help engage yourself into it. But one of the things you can do with your children is create times, purpose times to listen. Now, they could be something as simple as take them out for a milkshake, you know, or go out to eat with them or something. But you can also just play with them. You don't have to sit at a table across from each other and stare into each other's eyes and talk about stuff. Some men don't like that. They don't even do that with their wives. You know, so I'm not saying you have to get all deep with them like that all the time. Some of the best conversations you can have maybe out when you're out bowling together, when you're having fun, when when you go do something fun and then take them to ice cream. Sometimes those ice cream conversations after spending time together can be the best conversations. Because here's the deal. For little kids, they want attention more. They want deep conversation. And teenagers want to feel connected. And you want to give them that attention. Because that lets them know that, hey, I like you. I want to be around you. And that's important for them. And what you want to do is understand that your attention when they're young will pay off as they get older. Listening is a key part of pursuing a relationship with your kids. Dads should pursue their kids. You don't want to let insecurity keep you from connecting with your own children. You've got to practice listening. You've got to do those things. Go after them. Find the time to connect. Find the time to praise them. Because when you do that, when you actually listen to your children, they're going to feel connected to you. But understand, man, it's hard and it takes work. But we're men. That's what we do. Okay, the third thing we want to talk about with why dads have two ears is the full contact nature of listening. Now, one of my favorite commercials of all time was an old Reebok commercial they did called The Office Linebacker with Terry Tate. If you've not seen it, go to YouTube, check it out. I think it's one of the greatest commercials ever made. Um, I don't know if it's the top commercial, but it should be in the top 10 because it was just so out there. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I don't want to, I don't want to mess it all up for you, but it's basically a guy who's a football linebacker who works in an office. And there's a lot of full contact going on in the office. I don't know how they did it. It's great though. It makes you laugh. But I use that illustration because listening is full contact. You want to fully contact with your kids. And I think if we as men think of listening as a full contact sport, I think that helps us. It helps us engage with it. Because many men think that listening is just kind of sitting. You know, they think of school, you know, just sitting and being bored, you know, and hearing the teacher, you know, wah, 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 you know, that's boring. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to sit and just absorb all the time. It gets old after a while. And what we want to understand is listening isn't for the passive, we want to be active in our listening. That's why I call it a full contact sport. We want to engage in our listening. Because listening's a lot like tennis. You're sending things back and forth. You're not just sitting there letting someone throw the ball at you. There's no engagement in that. That's not interesting. You see, there's a difference between a conversation where you're doing things back and forth and a confrontation where someone's just on one side, just throwing the tennis ball at you and hitting you upside the head. And what you want to do is you want to learn how to listen and engage in that. And when you think of it as a full contact sport, that makes it all the more interesting. But what you want to do is not just be someone who confronts and just yells or preaches or whatever. Now there is a time you've got to raise your volume and do all that as a dad. I'm not. I'm not talking about discipline. I'm talking about conversations. Have you ever been around someone who just speaks one volume all the time? I've been around people who. I've, I've been around people who are soft talkers, and I've fallen asleep. I've been around people who are loud talkers. And I've fallen asleep. Why? Because there's no volume up and down. There's no uh, variety to their talking. So what they're doing is they're just kind of droning. Some people drone loud. Some people drone soft. Both of them can put you to sleep. Why? Because there's no variety. And what you want to do is engage in conversation where there's variety. There's back and forth. It helps everybody be in there. And one of the best ways you can do that is by asking questions. I think dads should be masters of asking questions. They should ask questions. They should, you know, ask questions that are fun, ask questions that are deep. Just get used to asking questions. Help your family get used to you asking questions, because that's going to spur a lot of conversations. And I think we as dads can help make conversation a family tradition, you know, where you actually sit around the table and eat together. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's a great idea to do. You say, well, Dave, that's impossible today. No, it's really not. You just have to prioritize it. When we did it with our kids, we would sit around the table, I had two kids, and each day we said, hey, tell us about your day. And we we had both of them tell us about their day. And what we even did was we we numbered it where one child would do it on the even days and one child would do it on the odd days. That way we knew who went first. And they got used to that habit of just talking, of having a conversation. So guess what? As they got older, they weren't scared. They weren't scared of talking with adults. They weren't scared of having a conversation because they were used to it because of what we did as a family. And what you want to understand that you as a dad have a lot of power to do that. You have power by the questions you ask because questions are better than statements. Now, men are really good at statements. You know, we're really good at, okay, the greatest basketball player of all time is or, you know, the greatest rifle to go shoot, uh, you know, go hunt deer with or whatever. We can all give our opinions and you get a bunch of men together. They're going to give you a lot of opinions and they're going to be done as statements. They're not questions. They're going to be the best Mexican restaurant is and they're gonna fight for it. But here's the deal, with your children, you wanna get good at questions, not just statements. And when I say questions, I mean questions that aren't yes or no questions. You wanna challenge their assumptions. Questions can help you challenge your kids' assumptions. And it does a much better job than you just kind of preaching at them. Even if they come with something that's disagreement, they disagree with you. Let them speak and then ask them questions. And understand with your kids, it's not WWE. You're not out there trying to put the smack down on them. They're your children. You're teaching them how to think critically. So instead of just, okay, you're an idiot, that's dumb, and you slam them, They'll never come back again. They'll never come to you with the things they may be questioning. And as they get older, even if they come to something that maybe you don't agree with, maybe they come home from college and they start telling you how, you know, I think men can be women and women can be men. And inside you're like, oh, no. Well, the thing to do, though, is start having a conversation with them. And start asking them questions. Ask them about the biology. Ask them about all the science. Bring up stuff and help them learn to think. That goes so much farther than you just saying, no, that's stupid. Your professors are idiots. They are. But you don't want to just slam them with that. You want to help them to learn to think. If you do it when they're young, as they get older, they get used to it. And you're teaching them you're teaching them how to listen to things, how to change perspective. And you do that when you see listening as a full contact sport. When you look at listening as engagement, as involvement. It's not fighting, okay? It's not where you're going to go in and and, you know, win the round or something or like I said earlier, it's not the smackdown. It's a conversation. It's a back and forth. And when you do that as a dad, It's going to help your children connect with you. And when they want to talk about stuff, when they have questions, who are they going to go to? They're going to go to you. And that's the place you want them to be. All right, guys, closing out the show today. I just want to say that to be a better dad is to be a better listener. And we have two ears because we need to listen more than we speak. Now, as a dad, you have to speak and you should speak. Your voice has more influence in your children's life than any other voice out there. I don't care what people say. Parents, especially fathers, are still the most influential in their children's life. They just are. And there's nothing that changes that. You look at all stats, all studies, fathers are the most influential in their children's life. So understand that and go with that. And understand that successful dads learn how to be good listeners. And we have to understand that. We have to understand why listening is so important. Uh, The hard part of listening, that it does take work. It's not going to come easy to you. Don't expect it to. But understand that listening is a full contact sport. It's full contact. You want to get in there and engage with your children. If they're young, start now. I promise you it's worth it. If they're already teenagers or even if they're adults, you can still do this. You can still ask questions. You can still listen to them and it will grow that relationship. Because understand, parents should always pursue their children in relationship. And you as a dad should pursue your children in a relationship no matter how old they are. Now, if you want to grow as a dad and, and get better and get better, I've got a free fatherhood masterclass for you. There's three keys to being a great dad. You can check it out at davidmaxwellcoaching.com coaching. And there'll be a, a thing in there with that course and all the other courses I have. But that's a free one that will help you be a better dad starting today. Been listening to the Confident Man podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at the Confident That's the Confident